Have you ever considered having another child? Hi, my name is Felice Gerwitz, and One More Child is my story of personal growth and a journey of faith. In this book, I share snippets of my life and the reasons for the choices I made early on in marriage to limit our family size. However, the Lord had other plans, and eventually we made a decision to have more children, and this changed my life forever. I invite you to read One More Child, which is available on Amazon in print and Kindle. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz and today I have a special guest for you and her name is Lucia Claiborne and Lucia is a podcaster over on the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and some of you may already listen to her podcast and if you haven't you are in for a treat. Her podcast is Secrets to VictoriousLivingPodcast.com and again you can find it on the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. And today, Lucia and I are talking about taking charge of your life, and the topic today is overcoming procrastination. You can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, episode 345. Look for overcoming procrastination. Welcome, Lucia. Oh, thank you so much, Felice. It's so good to be with you today. Well, I am thrilled to have you, and we were talking a little bit behind the scenes, like probably half an hour before we could get started, (laughs) because I don't get to visit with you enough. Um, But I was a big fan of the podcast um, that you did. Well, back then, we didn't call them podcasts, but um, seminar series um, that that you did over at um, the Ultimate Homeschool Expo, a lot of times that uh, Cindy Rushton was in charge of, and you know, you are always such a blessing to me. So the fact that you are podcasting um, currently and you have such great information uh, for, you know, moms, for families, just and you know, how to, you know, take charge of your life. And that's what we're going to be talking about today is taking charge of your life and just share a little bit about yourself, you know, where you live and Uh, so our listeners can learn a little bit more about you. Okay. Well, I want to thank you again and tell you it's such an honor to be with you today, Felice. Um, I have overcome a lot of things in my life simply by using the Word of God and standing on the Word of God. And if I could tell anyone uh, something about myself, it would be that God is faithful. Um, We live in a small town in northwest Alabama, called Moulton, and uh, God has brought us to what we call our restoration home. Uh, If you remember when I was doing the podcast with Cindy, that has been, oh my goodness, probably close to 15 years ago, 
um, we lost everything. We lost our home. Mm-hmm. We lost our car. And the only thing we really had was each other. And we ended up in a little two-bedroom apartment in a city that was nearby where we lived. And um, actually, my husband and I went into a depression. And I said, well, one of us has got to pull ourselves up. And so I just went to the Word of God and asked God to show us uh, a Bible verse, a promise from His Word that we could stand on. And it was in the Message Bible. It was Jeremiah 30, verses 11 through 18. And towards the end of that, it says, depression days are over. You'll thrive again. And so that became our go-to verse. And we started confessing the Word of God, which if you want your life to change, that's a good place to begin is to change what you're confessing. And so we started saying depression days are gone every day in every way. Our life is better and better. And Mm -hmm. through a series of just continuing to speak the word of God, God brought us out of that little two bedroom apartment into a huge four bedroom house and then into our own home again. And so, you know, I like to tell people when, when people look at me, if they see anything good, it's the power of God at work in my life. I can't take credit for anything because I have based my life on standing on the word of God. Uh, that is wonderful. I, That's yes. Wonderful. Um, I spent 21 years in the National Guard uh, and retired. And when I retired, I felt like what have I done with the last 21 years of my life? You know, it was something that I wanted to do and God allowed me to do it, but I didn't feel like that was um, at that time, the perfect will for my life. And Mm -hmm. so I started focusing more on the word and just focusing on what he wanted me to do with his, with my life. And it was all about him. You know, I've just have made my life, all about him and incorporated him into every part of my life. And I'm just so grateful for where he has brought us from and where he's taken us to. Um, I have got four grown children now. Uh, We did homeschool all of them. Uh, So when we talk to homeschool mothers, I can kind of relate to what they're going through. (laughs) And uh, I am now a grandmother of two. Uh, Three of our children are married. And I'm just so thankful. I am so thankful um, because I know where I would have been if I would not have moved to Alabama and had a fresh encounter with Holy Spirit and allowed him to rule my life. So that's wonderful. That, that's kind of me in a nutshell. Well, that's wonderful. And it's such a praise report. I mean, I don't think we could have started with anything else. That was like a wow moment, you know, um, and so I hope that that's a blessing. And again, you can find the show notes at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for Overcoming Procrastination. And there is an entire series uh, we are doing this month of May. And it is just for moms. It's just for you, mom. I feel like, you know, Mother's Day is one of those uh, generic holidays that are thrown out there. And we just think, well, it's a way to spend money. But there are other ways. Um, I always say there's gifts that moms want and they don't cost anything. Uh, so this is one of the gifts we're giving you um, and it doesn't cost anything. It's just a series of encouragement and podcasts um, as well as a printable that you can also get at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Well, Lucia, 
let's start with number one here, and that is how do we take control of our lives? I mean, if it, you know, it sounded like you had, you know, it was the trial by fire, you know, you lost everything. And, um, you know, so many people go through that, you know, with, you know, just changes in income. Um, you know, we got hit with, uh, you know, a time where there was a recession and we're in the housing industry. So we went through that ourselves yeah. and had to regroup. So, you know, there are so many things that, you know, we, we just can't control. And why? so there are certain things that you can. So why don't you share that with you? How did you take control of your life? Okay. Well, I like to start with a quote by Albert Einstein. He says that your imagination is everything. It's a preview of life's coming attractions. So since we're speaking mainly to homeschool mothers and families today, I'd just like to ask a couple questions that would stir up your imagination. You know, in your busy day of everything that you do as a homeschool mother, have you ever just taken time to imagine what a great future would look like for you? You know, can you imagine your life with you in charge of every day and not putting things off until later? And I want to ask you, have you written down what you want your life to be like and then found pictures of it to put on your mirror or your refrigerator or your dream board? Um, are you living your life on purpose with respect and a strategy for continued growth? Or are you just kind of floating through life, letting your day unfold as it may with other people controlling you in your day? You know, if that's you, have you ever wanted to just break free of that self-imposed or other-imposed cage of a passive and complying existence so that the real you, the victorious person on the inside of you that God created you to be, can begin to take charge of your life? You know, as I think about taking control of my life, I look back at my homeschooling days, and, you know, I'm sure that my days are similar to your, were similar to your days. And that we started each day with gusto and with a vision. And then somewhere along the way, we lost control of that day and what we wanted that day to be. You know, if you're like me, you found yourself being pulled in several different directions, either by things you wanted to do and couldn't do, um, your children's activities, housework, or even what other people thought that you should be doing. You know, I can remember days when I felt totally out of control of my life. And if you can relate to this scenario, then today's the day to decide to open the door of that cage that's held you in bondage so that you can step into a bright future that includes freedom, success, and victory. And as uh, Felice said, there's two things that I like to look at in regards to taking control of your life and what I like to do each day. The first thing is to simply make a daily schedule, and this will allow you to calm and clear your mind so that you can imagine what your life will be like. Jeremiah 33.3 says that we can call unto God, and he will answer us, and he'll show us great and mighty things that we don't know. You see, God created us in such a way that we have the ability to see our projects twice. First of all, we get to see them and create them in our mind, and then we get to see them again when they manifest in the physical realm. 2 Corinthians 4.8 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, 
but what is unseen is eternal. In other words, if we fix our eyes on the unseen things that God has said are true in our lives, on his promises, on his plans and his vision for our life, then we'll truly be successful. You know, God has already equipped you with an imagination because the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you. He's the spirit of creativity, and he lives on the inside of you if you're born again and you've asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. The second thing I would like us to look at are sheep and compare their habits to the way that we live our lives. You know, for self-preservation, sheep always remain with the herd. Any desire for adventure or exploration or even food and water is instinctively overpowered by the knowledge that danger lurks beyond the shepherd and the protective circle of the group. That's wonderful, and it's great analogies. And I also love the scripture verses. And again, that's all going to be with the show notes. So if you're listening in the car um, or traveling, be sure uh, to get that over at Vintage Homeschool Moms, Overcoming Procrastination. And then, Lucia, how do you identify yourself? Well, when I'm helping someone identify where they are, I like to ask them if they identify themselves as someone who takes control of their life by using their imagination to make things happen, because the Word of God tells us we cannot fail. Or I ask them if they see themselves as a sheep who has set limitations on themselves, or if they allow others to control their life by setting their boundaries and limitations. When we, when we let others control our lives, we place our future in their hands. We give up our right to make choices that benefit us and our family, and we stifle, stifle all opportunity for growth. Mark mm. Twain said, I can teach anybody how to get what they want in life. The problem is I can't seem to find anybody who can tell me what they truly want. So without using our imagination, we have no goals no priorities, and no life strategy of our own. We simply drift with the herd through an endless meadow of mediocrity, unable to break loose so that we can achieve even a small part of the dreams that we once cherished. Now, Felice, I'd like to just take a minute and talk specifically to your mothers who have poured everything into their children without having a vision vision for themselves after those Mm -hmm. homeschool years. You know, Mother, I want to encourage you to start imagining what your life will look like once you've finished all the call of homeschooling your children. You know, the years that you spend homeschooling your children is a season, and as we know, seasons change, and we need to prepare for that next season. I want to encourage you to prepare yourself mentally and emotionally for your next step. You know, if you see yourself as a a take-charge kind of person, I say drive on. Be that encouraging example for those around you. However, if you see yourself as more of a sheep kind of person, you don't have much hope for a bright future. But God, you know, with God, all things are possible. We can thank God that we can change. I encourage you today, right now, to decide that you're going to remove those self-imposed limitations and go for what God has created you to live for. You know, as organizer, as organizers of our home, you probably learned how to manage your own life as well as the lives of your children. However, I want to encourage you to take a stand. Dream great dreams, dreams that are beyond your limitations, 
And then ask God to help you establish a plan to pursue your own goals and dreams so that you can leave the herd far behind. Mm, I love that. And that is so true because um, we're both in that period of time. And I just actually um, hit that wall, um, even though I am a take charge person and I'm busy, um, but with my last one leaving to go to college. So um, you're, these are so important. And I know some of you may be um, in the midst of having little ones and it's difficult to think that this day will ever come, but it will. And I just love your, um, you know, just having us to, to just take that time to identify ourselves. And also um, the next step too, Lucia, is how do we take a stand for yourself? You know, what if you're not that that type of person that, um, you know, feels like that's a godly thing to do because sometimes that holds us back. You know, we think, well, that's not, you know, really I should not take a stand. Right. I understand that. Well, Felice, I believe a person can learn how to take a stand for themselves by saying no to the good things so that they can say yes to the best things and so that people can think and act for themselves instead of being told what to do and when to do it. You know, the good news is that if you have a sheep mentality, you can change. Any control of your life that you've given to someone else can be retrieved so that you can take command of your own destiny with God's help and direction. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. You can rise to the challenge of your own unique dreams and abilities to shape your life and seek the kind of growth that you find fulfilling. Ephesians 2.10 tells us, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God's already got a plan for our life. You know, from, from this verse, we can see that we can ask God to help us make the necessary choices and decisions to take charge of our life so that we can create a new direction, so that we can create a life strategy that gives us a sense of purpose and fulfillment once we get done homeschooling our children. And so, you know, it, it still remains that people don't do it. So why do you think that people don't take charge of their lives? Well, I believe that most people don't like to take charge because it takes them out of their comfort zone. You know, mm. uh, when we're little, our mom and daddies tell us what to do. When we're in school, our teachers tell us what to do. If we go to college, then our teachers there tell us what to do. If we work at a job, our boss tells us what to do. And some people just like being told what to do. However, change is a given in life. The reality of the world around us is that it's always changing. Seasons usually change every three months unless we live in the tropics or up north or in the south tundra. So we need to embrace change because it helps us grow. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. We can't deny change when it comes to our lives, and we can't stop making choices to change and grow, or we'll become stagnant in life. The only way we can prevent ourselves from being overwhelmed by change and the forces that come against us is to settle our mind and our emotions beforehand by focusing on what the Word of God says. We have the power of Holy Spirit inside us so we can believe we are who God says we are. 
we have been made the righteousness of God and we're more than a conqueror. We also need to take every negative debilitating thought that the enemy throws at us. We need to take it captive to the will of God like 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us to do. When we do that, we can defeat the negative, conflicting voices in our mind and those voices that are coming from us from the outside. Our self-talk is the most important voice that we'll ever listen to. So we need to say positive things about ourselves. We not only need to say what the Word of God says about us, we need to discover who God created us to be. And then we can build our confidence and our courage to take control of our dreams and our future by speaking those promises instead of just letting life happen. Amazing. And that, you know, really goes into the next thing, and that is, you know, if people decide to just let life happen and don't take control of their lives, that just leads to so many, you know, problems. And, you know, I'm speaking from experience here because I am a planner, but when sometimes when you plan and it doesn't come to fruition, you get really discouraged. So what, what kind of, you know, thoughts do you have there? Well, let's take a few minutes and talk about the consequences of just letting change happen without our active involvement. You know, when we don't take the initiative to make things happen in our life or to make the changes in our life that that need to happen beforehand, then we only react when change comes and we give up control of our life to someone else or to outside forces. When we lose our individual self-rule or our freedom to make choices for our life, then we get frustrated. And we start getting isolated, and then aggression comes, and then violence comes from that. You know, if we don't manage ourselves, then by default, either circumstances or other people will manage us. And in order to clarify our personal life values, what we really believe in and what we stand for, we need to create our life strategy for change and growth, and then integrate those changes into our daily routine. You know, if you want to have a fit body, you need to make a strategy plan to exercise and eat right. You know, we, we need to have an understanding that self-management or self-discipline is the key that will help us fulfill our strategy. And as mm-hmm. we create our strategy for personal growth and change, then we can fulfill the call of God on our life. You know, we, we have the same call, but at different seasons, it'll look different you know, then we'll be the ones that's taking control of our life instead of allowing someone else to control us. And by knowing our values and acting upon them, that means that we've become our own person, our own boss, and we've taken control of the direction of our life. Change is never easy. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Change is never easy or simple because it requires us to get out of our normal comfort zone. It requires us to make a decision to change, to make a strategy to change. And then it takes us to discipline ourselves, to implement into our daily routine those changes that we want to see happen. What's really involved in change is not the releasing of our true self, but the making of our new self, one that gradually transcends all those limitations and pettiness of the old way of thinking about our life. On the other hand, if you're a person who practices self-discipline when things don't go as expected, you have the resources to adjust your plans, to take new circumstances into account, and move forward from there. 
all kinds of adversities can be turned into advantages if you're just willing to take responsibility to make things happen. When we manage our when we manage ourselves, we discover more completely what we want from our life. We discover our potential, our our priorities, our needs, and our wants far more clearly. And this knowledge usually brings us to a greater sense of freedom and security. When you know yourself and you take control of your life, you can tolerate a higher level of uncertainty than when you allow others to control you. You can deal more successfully with anxiety and conflict because you're sure of your own capability. You know what you can do. When this happens, you can enjoy change instead of resisting it, and you can be more confident in unknown situations. Now, the second part of Hebrews 13:5 says, For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. This is reassurance that we can face tomorrow without fear because whatever it may bring, we know the Holy Spirit is with us and we can have the confidence in his power inside of us. We may not realize this, but our self-confidence is eroded every time we put ourselves completely in someone else's hands or every time we ask permission or report to someone else mm -hmm. or we apologize. Every time we ask permission or report to someone else or apologize unnecessarily. On the other hand, our self-confidence is increased every time we ask ourselves rather than someone else what we should do with our life. When we take responsibility for and control of our life, it reinforces our value and the purpose of our life, which results in a greater realization of our competence and our self-worth. Amazing. Amazing. And one of the things that makes me smile is every time I come up with like a little objection in my mind, you have a scripture. So it just has to go out because how are you going to argue with the scripture, right? <laughs> oh, just, that's why we need yeah, to make the word the final right? authority in our lives. Mm -hmm. Like the two-edged sword there. And I'm going to combine these last two because I think they will delve into each other. You know, I want you to talk about procrastination, but I also want you to give us, because I know you've done your research here, on how we can stop the habit of procrastination. So I, I want you to go into both of those, if you would, here. Okay. Well, I believe procrastination is one of the most common and deadliest ha habits there is, and it takes a heavy toll on our success and happiness. Psalms 90, verse 12 in the English Standard Version says, so teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. And I like the contemporary English version. It says, teach us to use wisely all the time we have. You know, one of my goals for this year is to seize the day every day and make the most of my time every day. This means that I have to quit putting things off until tomorrow. I have to quit setting and on my phone or in front of the TV. And I'm reminded, I remind myself Every day, what Benjamin Franklin says, he says, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. This is a favorite quote for self-disciplined people, and we've probably all said it at some point. Um, unfortunately, there is no tomorrow. It can only be found in the calendars of fools. You know, I have been a fool. I've always said uh, until the beginning of this year, I've said, well, I'll do that tomorrow or someday you know someday never comes 
um, tomorrow is a day when they'll begin a journey towards success. The mm-hmm. fools say tomorrow is the day they'll start that exercise program. They'll work harder. They'll change habits. They'll repay old debts. They'll apply for a better job. And the list goes on and on and on. But as we know, tomorrow never comes. And the people that have so much potential and so much promise for their life waste it with procrastinating. You know, I'm sure that you know people that have put off doing things with their life by saying, well, when I get here, then I'll do this or that. You know, if you're a procrastinator, you would probably confess that you would rather not live with all the anxiety that accompanies putting things off as a way of life. You may find yourself postponing many tasks that you want to accomplish today because you think you don't have the time to do it today. Well, procrastination is a habit that can be overcome if you will discipline yourself to take action on just one thing at a time and stick with it until it's finished. Instead of saying, I know I should do this now, but I'll get around to it later. Your putting it off attitude is difficult to blame on outside forces because it's your choice. It's my choice. It's a choice that um, both the putting off and the stress that we endure from it is the result of procrastinating. Have you ever noticed that the hardest work to do today is the work that you should have done yesterday? You know, when you put things off today, it simply means they're undone. They're not just postponed, they're undone. If you feel that you put things off and procrastinate doing the things you know you should do, it's really an escape from living the present moment to the few, to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Many times we make excuses and we tell ourselves, well, you know, I just don't feel like doing it right now. While we sit in front of the TV and we eat popcorn or we spend hours reading something on our laptops or our phones. You know, I used to be great at procrastination because I thought I had all the time in the world to do things. When I decided to break the habit of procrastination, I had to decide to quit moving. Um, I'm sorry. I had to decide to quit being moved by my feelings and take charge of my life because I had no one else that was going to do it for me. When I decided to do something and put my hand to it, I automatically had motivation to get the job done. It'll be the same with you. When you make that simple decision to move, to get up and to finish that project you've started, that is your point of victory in your life. I want to encourage you to be courageous about undertaking an activity or a project that you've been avoiding. You know, one simple act of courage can eliminate all fear and it, and it will stop, oh, I'm sorry. One act of courage can eliminate all fear. So stop telling yourself that you must do it perfectly before you start. And remember that doing it is far more important than doing it perfectly. Whatever you're learning to do, It is just a process, and the more you do it, the better you'll become at it. I like the saying, if you want your world to change, don't complain about it. Do something about it. Be the change that you want to see. Instead of using up your present moments with all kinds of immobilizing anxiety over what you're putting off, take charge of your negative attitude and live in the now moment. Be a doer. Don't be a wisher or a hoper or a critic. Because action always overcomes fear. 
Success and procrastination are totally incompatible. If you plan to change your habits this year, even though we're three months into the year, you can change and you can make your plans to succeed. And then just simply discipline yourself to take responsibility for your life and stop putting things off. Today's the day to seize the moment. Seize the day. Because at the end of the year, you don't want to look back and say, oh, well, I wish I would have done so and so. No, 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 no. You want to change your habits this year because if you don't, this year will be like last year and next year will be like this year. And before you know it, you'll be at the end of your life with a big bag full of wishes and I should have. You know, I would just like to encourage our listeners today, Felice, with just a few thoughts. I would like to encourage you to say yes to the best things in your life. And you can celebrate the big and the small accomplishments in your life every day by simply taking control of your life and learning to do it now instead of procrastinating. Doing these things will enable you to walk in victory every day of your life. And, you know, I always like to remind our listeners, Felice, that God loves them. He's created you to win. And he's not mad at you. He's mad about you. And he created you to walk in victory every day of your life. That's beautiful. And, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking of so many, um, you know, different things that come to mind. And, you know, one of them is a a teaching. I actually did a podcast on this over on our sister network, um, the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Again, where we're... um, Secrets to Victorious Living podcast is, and that's Lucia's. And um, it was about God being in this present moment. So when we put things off or worry about things, you know, God is here now. He's here today. You know, the future hasn't happened for us. The past is already gone. And we need to focus on today. Um, Not that we can't make plans. We definitely can but that he's here for us now. So that should be the biggest encourager of overcoming procrastination. And that's just doing it now. And, you know, Lucia, you have been delightful. You have so much information and you've obviously delved into the scriptures and really um, sought out the word because, you know, I could sit here and argue with you about, well, what about this and this and this, you know, and you just don't understand because, you know, there are so many moms out there with so many kids. Well, you had four, <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? It's like, you know, we've, I had five of them that, you know, different, uh, two are a little bit older than the other three, but still, you know, we managed and yes, we couldn't do everything, but I started my publishing business when I was pregnant with Nicholas and he was my third. So wow. I felt like the Lord was leading me to do that. I didn't realize that it was also going to be the time I was going to be pregnant with my third, which was probably a good thing. Um, because I don't know that I would have gone ahead with it and then would never have written all the books I've written or hosted podcasts and, you know, the expo and everything else. But, but, um, you know, I definitely had to have help and that was within my family with others outside of the family. And, you know, finally to a time where, um, God opened my time and now, you know, I, I really have three podcasts I'm regular with and a fourth that's languishing um, that I'm supposed to be starting up in another month or so. So, you know, I'm one of those, I, I overdo sometimes, but I feel like one of the things you said really resonated with me. And that is that 
I remember thinking, you know, Lord, why am I getting this idea? There are so many people out there that are so much better and are so many yeah. much more equipped than me. And I know, you know, you're so humble. I'm sure you've had these thoughts, Lucia. Yes, but I have. What he said to me, yes, but they're not doing it. And so he's looking for us to say yes to him. I mean, you know, yes to just being able to take charge of your home lawns, you know, and um, I really hope that you take this to heart. There are some great show notes over on um, Vintage Homeschool Moms. Again, look for Overcoming Procrastination with Lucia Claiborne. And then also I'm going to have links to Lucia's um, podcast because you will absolutely love it. I love her podcast and listen to it. It's Secrets to Victorious Living Podcast.com. And I don't, you know, message her all the times I'm thinking about it because usually I'm driving. Um, yeah. And just to say, I'm loving this, Lucia. I just love it. Um, but it will oh, be so encouraging so to you. Yes, it will be so encouraging to you, moms. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have her over on this network so I could introduce her to all of you, you know, who just need that little boost every every week um, to get that information. So, Lucia, God bless. Thank you so much for coming on with me. Um, you are such a blessing. Um, thank you for saying yes and deciding to podcast. <laughs> so oh, we had to work a little bit to get you on. but <laughs> yeah. Thank you for pursuing me. And, yeah. and not letting me just stay in the valley of indecision. And um, I have a podcast that I did before I started with you as I was in the process of asking God, can I do this, Lord? I don't know anything about this. I, I need mm -hmm. help. And I remember just sitting at my table and just recording this. And then I've not done anything with it. And I will share it with you, and if you feel like you want to share it with your listeners, um, it was just kind of Absolutely. a, it's just a short little podcast recording that mm -hmm. it was a come to Jesus meeting for me and him and all my doubts, all my fears, I just poured them out to God, and it was like, okay, get up, take charge, and do this. You can do this. The spirit of creativity lives on the inside of you. Together, we will do this. <laughs> and so I will send that to you. Wonderful. And if you want to make do. that available, that will be great. And if not, oh, that's great, be too. <laughs> that will be wonderful. So. And I'll let everybody know. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, as people are listening to you, I'm like blown away. I mean, I've done this. I've probably podcasted for 10 years now. Um, on some capacity, I've been speaking longer than that. And I'm just blown away by you, Lucia. And I just can't even Im imagine that you didn't think you had what it takes. So, you know, I'm sure this is going to bless a lot of moms out there, um, you know, just to do take charge of one thing in your life. You don't have to go big. You know, I always say start simply. And right. um, again, you know, if you are on our mailing list, you will get free printables every month. And um, the month of May is all for moms. And we're going to have an amazing printable for you um, that is going to be focused on these topics we talked about, as well as the detailed show notes for Lucia's um, interview today. So again, Lucia, thank you so much. God bless. Thank you for having me, Felice. You have a blessed day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. 
Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.